Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. <laughs> Hello, Fightful Faithful. Welcome to another episode of this thing that we do every Tuesday. It, spoiler alert, the Undertaker didn't show up, you guys. I know everyone thought that now every Tuesday, he was John Cena, Cody Rhodes, and The Undertaker would be on the show, but they didn't show up. Maybe they're just taking the week off, and now for the next several months, they'll all be on the show going forward, right? Right, Kate? That's what I was led to believe. Well, I don't know about that. Mansoor might be on our show still. Yeah, I don't know. He might not. I he might not, though. I didn't invite him or tell him, so I'm going to mm-hmm. say he probably won't show up, but okay. tune in to find out. But we did see mm. more of the main roster superstars and Chelsea Green and Piper Niven today. But when Alex said that thing that we do every Tuesday night, what uh-huh. he was referring to was yeah. the NXT Sour Grabs post-show. Oh. So we invite you to leave a thumbs up on this video to help people find us in the algorithms. Get in your super chats and your humper chats at humperchats.com. And of mm. course, we'll remind you to subscribe to Fightful Select when you can find out more about what CM Punk is not doing. You can read mm-hmm. all of your Raw and SmackDown rundowns. Uh, I love when Sean posts producers to find out who produced amazing matches like Gunther and Bronson Reed. Um, tons of stuff going up on FightfulSelect.com. Mm-hmm. We're headed into 2024, and it's a pretty crazy year for contracts. So stay tuned on Fightful Select. But Alex, yep. we're not on Fightful Select right now. Okay, no, right we're now we're on the main we we're are. talking NXT. We are. It's the go what? home to Halloween Havocs. You have to say <laughs> because there are two of them. Halloween's so, Havocs. Halloween's, Halloween's Havoc. It's like it's like uh, attorneys general. Where you have the, the, the plural of attorney general is not attorney generals. It's attorneys it's a, general. general. So it's Halloween's Havoc over the next two weeks. I like it. I'm in. Because, um, you know what? I got to be honest. And my mom even yeah. called me out on this, okay? Yeah. I've been slacking on costumes this year. Like, yeah, let's just, let's call it what it is. I know. I'm going to have a really cool, elaborate one for next week. Just you wait. It's going to be great. So elaborate. 
I feel like part one, we'll see what happens. Part two, right. I'm going to go hard because it's going to be closer to Halloween. Okay. Yeah, well, it's going to be Halloween itself. Oh part gosh, two, right Halloween in. Havoc is on Halloween, Halloween night. So there you go. So I'm going to show out. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to compensate for mm. letting you guys go down like mm. this path yeah. with me and not and not getting dressed up right. nearly as much as I did in the first year of me being right. on this podcast. Mm-hmm. It's going to be good. So um, so tonight, puns. Of course. Hospital slash medical puns um, in honor, in in uh, tribute to Von Wagner. Prayers big up, up for Big, for big Von. Um, because uh, he is on the road to recovery. He is. We will talk about that when we come to it in the show. What a brave soul he is. I know the way the wind blew from the stairs into his head, the fact that he is brave enough to fall through it. I don't truly, when it's about safety, I don't mind when spots get exposed like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it is funny to have that being like the last video of him in my mind is Mm -hmm. the stairs not coming anywhere near hitting him but uh him being in the hospital for weeks because of Mm -hmm. this but we've got a lot to talk about before we even get there we we do we have um a lot of um a lot of uh we do fun with we have fun with puns last week because 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 cody had not one but two announcements we said puns were things that come in pairs and ejm sends us a humper chat uh, that says, I'm just here because last week was puns about things that come in pairs and not a single soul said balls Mahoney. <laughs> that's Which very, is true. That's we an really oversight on all... A that's bunch a bunch of tag teams, to be honest. Listen, uh, we love the SGS here, but this, this is a major oversight on your part. We don't do the puns. You guys do the puns. So it's true. I would normally EJM says attraction, but this is you guys. EJM EJM says I'm not upset, just disappointed. Well, well, add me to that list. Yeah, also agreed. disappointed in all of you. You you owe it, you people. EJM to come up with some really 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 great puns and a lot of them, uh, because we because that's great. Um, guys, do better. Okay, that's all I'm gonna <laughs> say. Is is do better, please. <laughs> Papa Paul, Papa Paul Elizabeth says, Happy Tuesday to the team Kalex, our oasis of entertainment in an ocean of chaos. From Supermod Luis to the SGS at large and HRH, King J.W. Pringle. Uh, J.W. Pringle says, Alex the Awesome, yeah. Kate the Queen that runs the Rang. Uh, Papa Paul Elizabeth, the giant whose shoulders we stand upon. Sisters, Luis, and the rest of the SGS, what a difference a week makes. Much love, fam. Yeah, I just, I, I just, I thought, I thought Taker was going to be here, and he wasn't. Um, <laughs> I think that was uh, silly of you. You think? I, um, I do. I do. Something else that was silly is the opening match of tonight's uh, show, which is the Bada Bing Bada Boom Battle Royal. That is not started, silly. That's that's started awesome. very promising with that name. It did. Very and promising. and also. Tony D and Stax sitting at a little table for two, overlooking the ring with 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 some spaghetti and meatballs. Hey, give some spaghetti. Yeah, give me. Hey, yeah, give me another. Give me another plate of spaghetti. Like that's I I love the Italianness of the thing. I think it's great. Um, I think the battle royal, the idea of the battle royal, the idea of it, it's uh, a battle royal with tag teams. 
the last two tag teams that are left have an actual tag match, and the winner of that uh, faces uh, the family at night one of Halloween Havoc. I think that's all sound. I don't like one guy goes out and the other guy in the team yeah. is eliminated. I kind of think that sucks. And let me tell you what really sucks, Kate. The uh, the refs being so stupid. How Across, stupid are they? I mean, like, listen, listen. Rick Knox is bad at, at being a ref, but I think a lot a lot of the a lot of the refs in 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 WWE and AEW and every every are actually much better than they are shown to be on TV. What? Yeah, I I'm, I I think that were they not scripted to have their backs turned. They would actually catch more things happening behind them. There would be precious little interference that got by the refs if they were not told to have their backs turned at specific moments. That's what I think. That's just what I think. Interesting theory. Interesting theory. I will take it under advisement. Because it didn't seem like refs used to be this bad. But this used to be a proper country where referees could do their jobs. So... Back when referees were man, <laughs> to say nothing of Letty Ref Jess and oh, what's and her Aubrey name? No, and, and Aubrey and yeah. the other one whose name I can't remember who's on Raw. Um, uh, I it, the the idea that they wouldn't have seen um the Creeds eliminate Angel and Carrillo because they were they all of there were like five of them out there and they all had their backs turned to the ring trying to break up a fight between out the mud and the brawling brutes so they missed it so it was down to it was down to um chase you which barf but we're going to get to that later and um the creeds and they were ready to start the match and then Angel Garza just ran back in and threw Julius over the top rope. And the and he bumped into a ref when he landed on the ground. And they're like, oh, I guess you're out because we weren't paying attention. We suck at our jobs. Um, and so now we had to have um the uh whatever they're calling themselves now, Angel and Humberto versus Chase U, which barf. And then Chase U won the match, which barf. Um, I hate Chase U. I've always hated Chase U. I will continue to hate Chase U until I die. Wow. I think it is a That's it is crazy. a they are a waste of a spot <laughs> at the top of the tag division. A waste of it. I will I'm never gonna come off it. I hate them. I was starting to warm to them. Now I hate them even more with like JC Jane becoming part of the whole thing. Well, that's like that... what I was trying to suss out is like where in the Chase U story. Because taste is taste, but wrestling fundamentals is wrestling fundamentals, right? There's a lot of stuff that I don't like that can be fundamentally sound. That's where this was starting to win me over. That was also when the focus was on Duke Hudson because he was the he's just another of, guy. He's just he's he's now not he's just kind of there. He's just there. That, that's the bummer of it to me was like it I had a lot of complaints with it up front. And then it turned into something they translated into a wrestling ring. And I was like, okay, this isn't for me, but at least it has to do with wrestling. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then when Duke Hudson became the which side of the fence is he on guy? I was like, okay, I can kind of get behind this. Uh -huh. And then it pivoted to whether we liked it or not. Thea Hale, uh -huh. crazy little lady that she is was super uh -huh. over. And I was like, 
all right, like not all of this is for me, but I, I understand its value. And now it's just, they've turned her into the heel that every gal is on NXT, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And Duke Hudson, and I know uh, Mr. Chase was also out with injury, but it's like, this just doesn't feel, maybe this is their attempt to like try and bring it back mm-hmm. up. But I also mm-hmm. feel like, is this going to be, they get interfered with in the tag match and this is going to be advancing the Jason I mean, Dane nonsense. Like, I don't need a tag shot to do that, which no. is a bummer. And also every time I see the creeds, I'm like, why are you here? And I don't yeah. mean that. And there's a, that there's, why are you here in NXT? There's a what lot of that doing? tonight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was yeah, a lot of people, people I was watching tonight and going on. like, you don't belong here. It's time to. You don't belong here. If if literally, if you're going to start sending down people from the main roster to like do random stuff on NXT, send them down permanently in a little trade because, because it's gotten stagnant with a lot of stuff on the, on the, on the, uh, on the main roster, do a little trade, put, put, bring some people up and down because it's, um, I, I I think that Harlem Bravado is a really gifted wrestler. Uh, the sell of him, like his with his legs still in the ring and his head resting on the floor, when he was like out of it, yes. that was a, that was yeah. an amazing sell. He's a very gifted wrestler. You know how much I love Duke Hudson. I think this gimmick is ass. It's been ass since they introduced it. It's ridiculous. Like I. This is a thing we're going to talk about later with Little Miss Ariana Grace. Why are you a wrestler? If your gimmick is other thing that is not a wrestler, that is incongruous to being a wrestler, why are you a wrestler? I would have loved it if if Chase U was just what he called his wrestling school. And this is a, a wrestling school that he runs. But it's it's not. Like they're doing it as though he's, I don't know, the, the head professor and dean of a small college. It doesn't make any sense. It's never made any sense. I love the way you say sense. ass almost as much as I love the way you run. <laughs> ass! <laughs> ass! <laughs> ass! Ass! It's good, Alex. It's ass! And an ass. Um, I. Wish they I feel like what happens is you get someone like Tiffany Stratton that pulls off the ridiculous stuff and turns it into something good, and they think we're doing just fine. And it's like, no, you are not. That gimmick started as she played tennis and was a daddy's girl, and she turned it into what it is now, and it took a lot of migration. Mm-hmm. In NXT, and I don't know if this is part of what they're thinking in terms of like developmental or whatever. But they start with such obtuse characters, and then they kind of boil down these templates. Ariana Grace's wasn't as as bad as some of them, because she did say a couple things in her promo that I felt like were all right. But um, it would be nice if they were just... <laughs> like, God bless, I love a good horse girl in my life. <laughs> Tiffany Stratton <laughs> leveled her tonight. But point being, like... The vignettes don't need to come across as like bad dating service videos. Mm-mm. Like, remember Nikita Lyons was like, I was a bouncer mm-hmm. and a dancer and a rap artist. And mm-hmm. also the only thing people are gonna be talking about is my butt on my finisher mm-hmm. and none of that. Yeah. Like, what are we doing with that stuff? Right. So it, it feels like they start really wacky and kind of narrow in on stuff. And I I get it with developmental, so I, I give it a little bit of grace for that, but like 
There's also some wrestlers that aren't that guy. And Duke Hudson's right. just like not that guy to me. He doesn't read that way. Cameron Grimes to the moon all day, yeah. right? But like I'm, Duke yeah. Hudson just feels like a wrestler's wrestler to me. Um, yeah. But I don't know, man. I don't know. True Infamous sent in money to tell us that this is his uh, second account. For some reason, I can't super chat on my main account. Well, thank you for giving us money to let yeah. us know. We 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 would not have known. Don't tell Sean. He'll be trying to break all of your accounts if you keep That's sending true. them in. That's true. It's, it's He'll awful. Be like, this is my Jam Beard account. says, wrestling refs have seen the terrible job by the NFL refs and said, hold my beer. Well, see, I said Angel Hernandez was Ray Fox mm-hmm. That's <laughs> a couple true. weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, we're going to get the Chase U guys versus Tony and Stax and... And JC Jane's gonna send someone to interfere. Mm. Mm. I just wanna I just want a two-on-two match between the creeds and I want Tony D and Julius to just throw each other around the ring. I just want that. I just want that. I would say since they were on vacation, my Patience for why aren't these guys on the main roster has shrunk mm-hmm. 125% week over week. Yeah. Um, because it's just I'm like, you you have not you you have nothing left to do here, sirs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Congratulations, um, move up. Blair Davenport cut a promo backstage calling out Gigi Dolan. I wanted them gonna derail your career, she said. I love Blair, uh, she, man. She's she, she's vicious. She's great. She challenged Dolan to a match at Halloween Havoc. And later, Gigi Dolan walking backstage going, I love Halloween. It's my favorite time of year. Halloween Havoc is my favorite event of the year. You know what? I don't think Shotzi and, uh, and Scarlet will mind if I do this. And I'm like, I mind. I mind. Who gave you the authority to do this? It's we, also like, like the this one is the thing, thing I've been, I have been listening. I have been, I have because I'm maybe I'm a narcissist. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm the opposite of that because I use them to help me fall asleep. But I have been listening back to our old shows, Kate, for the first several months to help you go to sleep. I don't think that says very much about us at all. No, no, it's just, it's just something in my ear. And it's like, it, I don't have to listen to it because I kind of, it's just us. So I don't have to like really like pay attention to a podcast about something. It's just, words in my for those of you keeping score at home alex hates friendship i.e he hates me and and listens to us to go to sleep so right thanks so in the early days of 2.0 you and i were banging the drum on we need an authority figure who makes the matches why are we and last week we had we had we had uh cody and i was like oh it's like a breath of fresh air not that i want it to be cody but somebody anybody who was like, this is the match because I say so, because I have the thing to do that. Gigi Dolan just deciding that she's going to spin the wheel to make the deal a week before the spinning of wheels is to commence. Deals cannot be made until the wheel is spun and the wheel doesn't spin until next week during Halloween Havoc. He spins the wheel. She, She starts spinning wheels, going rogue, and whatever it lands on, is just legally binding? Like, they have to have the match that way now? Well, Alex, Who gave you the authority? What's the other half of the sentence? You gotta make, if you're gonna spin the wheel, you gotta make the deal. That's just the rules but, of but wheels. But why is she spinning the wheel, though? 
Well, and why is she spinning the kneel the wheel when Shotzi was there? We saw Shotzi yeah, later Shotzi, in the Shotzi night. Shotzi was there. Like, why? Like, have Shotzi it's do? It's like it. the one thing hosts get to do, other than go out to the ring with a microphone in their hand. Like spinning the wheel and making the deal is like the whole gimmick, man. Shotzi loves spinning wheels. Making Shotzi. deals is secondary. But like, Shotzi. like if you if you put things like like spooky things on a wheel, and it's available to be spun. Shotzi is all about it. You're taking that away from her. From, from this version of Shotzi. Look, That's there's not okay, anything man. we know about Shotzi. One. It's not okay. She loves to ride a tiny tank out to the ring. We know she is so in tiny mm -hmm. tanks mm -hmm. and wheels. Yeah. Jambeard saying, I mean, I guess HBK has been shown to be an on-air management role. Today, the wheel was the guest GM. The wheel itself was the guest GM. Still because better than the anonymous raw GM, but go on. Yeah, she she <laughs> spins the wheel and it lands on lights out, and then she says, "Next week, Blair Davenport, it's lights out, betch." So I'm glad that she's gone back to her toxic attraction roots. She gets to say betch. That's yes. nice for her. That was she's missed it so much. Whole character. Like you know how you know how much uh, you know how much uh, old uh, Zach Gibson missed saying grizzled young veterans. That's how much uh, Gigi Dolan missed saying. She missed it so much. So I'm glad she got to do that. I'm glad for her. We love that for her. Um, the last time NXT had a lights out match, it was literally turned the lights out. And there was black light. It was it was the Mountain Dew pitch black match before it was the Mountain Dew pitch black match. Uh, I the alternative being just lights out, lights on, anything's nice and legal. It's just that's just a hardcore match. I would rather it be the ridiculous black light match. Than just a hardcore match. Well, that seems like a waste of something on the wheel. It does. I mean, it's still better than like a coal miner's glove or whatever. But at the same That's time, true. the lights out match thing. So you guys know I got into wrestling later. I think the first lights out match that I properly saw was Britt and Rosa. And right. I was like, this was anticlimactic on the... Everyone was like, oh, sick, a lights out match. I was like, oh, cool, what happens? They're like, they flick the lights off and it doesn't count on their records. And I was like, mm -hmm. so it's just a hardcore match? <laughs> I was really let down. I yeah. thought something cool was going to happen with the lights. Malachi well, the, the Black should be having lights out. The, the, the lights out match in AEW carries some cachet because that is what they call it. When, when two people have to fight so hard that that AEW cannot be held responsible for what happens. Sure, like, no holds barred match, though. Right. But they don't call things no holds barred match. They they call them lights out. So like it's it's their version of it. In in WWE, they call them 12 different things and they're all the same deal. It's all just was an extreme the last, rules match. Was the last one Wendy and Tiffany? Yeah. Uh okay, that was... the, 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 the the one that was the, the black light one. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was Wendy okay. and Tiffany. Yeah. Because yeah. there were Legos and shit and that that was rough. Yeah. I think yeah. Blair and Gigi in a lights out match is gonna be really cool if they if they do it right. I I I I can't just there have been so many good ones I've have had to let slip by because they've not been super chatted. Val Intravenous <laughs> is is too good. It's too good for me to let slip by. Okay, there we go. Alex, um, a super chat only guarantees that it's red on air. Right, you can still right. spin the wheel, make the you deal can, with a regular yeah. chat. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, 
so <laughs> Luis says, bring in Moxley's light tubes, you coward. Yeah, come on. Um, yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, Somebody says, else WWE should have a match name the it a lights Asylum. out match. They shouldn't name it a lights out match when it's not even close to what a lights out match is is like when, when other promotions do it. It is a weird thing that it like it makes us think that. But but also, <laughs> when Gigi Dolan was like, "It's lights out," bitch. go back to the to the uh, announce desk, and Booker's like, "Oh, did you hear what she said, Vic? It's about to get spooky up in this mug." I was like, "That's not at all what she said." No, she didn't say that. She didn't say spooky. Not even a little bit. Also, um, um, thoughts to Victor. So if his dad passed away, yes, um, and he still showed up to work. My goodness, yeah. but yeah, um, and, and and he's got to deal with Booker all night. That cannot be easy. That's yeah, a lot of sadness in one week. <laughs> uh, Jam Beard says closest thing WWE has done to a true lights out match was the non-sanctioned match between HBK and Triple H. Oh my God! Another greatest hits moment. Um, something has to be done about Brian Pillman Jr.'s hair. I am sorry. He looks like Drake wearing a Bon Jovi wig. I do not know what the, why are the lines edged so hard? He, like, if you, like, if you, like, if you, if you put a finger up near here in his temple, you would come away and we would have drawn blood. Why, why is it, why, what is wrong? With, what is with his hair? He so seems like promo. some sort of loose cannon to me or well, something he does but he's he, but he but he very much does not want to be that he said so i don't want to be anything like my dad so that is why i'm cutting a promo making me seem kind of unhinged and crazy so i think the vignettes are good and i think maybe they actually are going the direction i was hoping they were going to go in which mm -hmm. is like i am not this guy i am my mother's son i i loved the stuff about him saying like People would say they loved my dad, and I would say, yeah, I am. And he was like, I was four. I didn't know what love was. Like, that is intense yeah. stuff. Sure. But he's, I think he's leaning into it, especially since we're going into Halloween's Havoc. Havoc is? Havoc no, Halloween's, Halloween's Havoc. <laughs> um, I think maybe he he's going to find that it's hereditary. Like, he can't get away with it, which I actually think is a really interesting direction. Mm -hmm. Certainly more than anything else I've ever seen from from Brian Perlman Jr. in MLW or in AEW. So I think that's a, a really cool way to go. And he's been more compelling in these vignettes than anything I've ever seen him do, too. So, yes. so far, the presentation is working. But what is going on with that guy's hair? I don't know. The hair, the beard. It's so why is Why is the beard, like, painted on with a Sharpie, but, like, the mustache looks like it's a couple of days growth of his actual natural hair? It looks like I when frat bros are like, oh, he fell asleep early because he drank too much because he's a little bitch. I'm going to whatever they, on his face. They, they drew on it. They drew, yeah. That's, that's what it looks like. That's true. It does look at like uh, Lexus Sharpie hair king. Um, <laughs> it's true. I don't know. He's 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 going to have his debut. Um, he's going to have his debut next week. Um, uh, and... I, I hope the best. I hope for the best. Yeah. I, I there was nothing that I saw in, in his stuff in AEW that I was impressed by, but nothing that made me go, "Oh yikes, no, don't do this anymore." It was just like, "All yeah, right, you're it was you're just, just kind of there. You're, you're just there. You're just there." And I don't see like a lot of charisma. 
uh, the, I don't see a lot of it in the ring. You're just there. Um, and we'll see if, if he, anybody can make leaps and bounds in their career. You know what I mean? Sure. So we'll see. We'll see what it is. And we've, um, we've seen it happen all the time where you just switch a landscape and something clicks. Like, yeah. so hopefully yeah. this happens for him. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Kate. I'm going to skip this. I'm going to, I'm going to, it's all going to, it's all good. We're all going to, we're talking about all of this stuff that leads into the main event and the implications for it going forward. We're going to skip the, the promo and the, development cody's last official duty as general manager all that we're gonna <laughs> skip that i'm gonna do that later duty he can't be gm anymore because he's you know not a tag team champion anymore he's a big loser it, again you know what this storyline is it's duty um no it's so ass <laughs> i don't actually think i said bad but we'll talk about it later um so I think it's kind of sweet that Horse Girl has turned into the <laughs> turned into the natty of of NXT. She's like, you know, girls, I was once like you. It was about mm, fifteen months ago, and gosh, I've cut, everything's come so far since then. But you know, with the breakout tournament, you can go far afterwards. Just look at me. I mean, I tasted gold. Uh, I won the tag belts with somebody I truly despised and she turned out to be just as bad as everybody knew she was. And which makes me a terrible judge of character. But anyway, enough about me. You girls just don't want to be like Tiffany Stratton. And then uh, Tiffany Stratton showed up and was like, yes, uh, I did. She's like, you're a horse girl. (laughs) (laughs) Tiffany Stratton watches the show. That's it's we know. I am am convinced more week over week. That some people on that program watch this show because there have been many allusions to Horse Girl, mm-hmm. and it feels even for them a little too specific. Mm-hmm. But she pulls one right out of the MJF mm-hmm. book and does so beautifully mm-hmm. and says, "It's giving poor, mm-hmm. <laughs> giving <laughs> poor. You have dirt under your fingernails. It's giving poor, gross." She said. <laughs> what do you like rule. live on a ranch um do you know how rich you have to be to own a ranch like it's like true. tiffany has no no concept of how much land costs well you know they what I just mean? they just lost the bar though right or they right. kept well, they the lost bar it. yeah but, but they, they but like but, lost but, it, it, no, but they kept if it. tiffany is if tiffany is under the impression that 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 horse girl lives on a horse ranch then Tiffany assumes that she is rich while saying it's giving poor. Yeah, but I think she meant the dirt under her nails is giving mm-hmm. poor. Like, take care of yourself just because you're a horse girl. Doesn't I mean, mean she did not actually call her horse girl. Right? No, but they've they've said horse girl. They've, they've alluded to it. <laughs> they've like, they said flat out horse girl in tweets mm-hmm. online. <laughs> yes, on tweets online. Yes. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? 
The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Online, they, like, people call uh, Fallon Henley horse girl in tweets. I fell down. When I read that, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, it's so good. Tiffany um, Strand's so good at this man. Like, <laughs> he's just awesome. Yep. He's another um, one, though, that... Time to move up, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, Louise says, wasn't the story with Horse Girl and her fam that they were filthy rich and did not want to sell the bar? No, I thought it was because they had fallen on hard times. And... Um... Hard times, daddy. It would hard have times, to be because... daddy. This is NXT and also because Dusty Rhodes. So. Horse times, daddy. It was falling on horse times. That's horse times. No, um, I, I meant to say when you said she was the Natalia of NXT, mm-hmm. I was like, who needs a houseboat when you could have a horse, a horse boat? A horse boat. Yeah. Tag yeah. team right there. That's that's good. Horse horse boat next. Like that would be that would be good. Get get that get that match going, Big Joseph. Oh no. <laughs> get that match going. Um, we are so, so good. Uh, but anyway, so we're we're getting some <laughs> Tiffany. Okay, this is the thing that I was worried about. Okay, this is the thing. Like, I love what Becky is doing with the NXT Championship. Sure, it is not fair what they have done with Tiffany Stratton. She was the champion. She lost the title to Becky. She lost her rematch with Becky, and now she's working with Horse Girl. And it's it's not fair. Find somebody else from the main roster to bring down to work with Tiffany that Tiffany goes over. Like so, something. I don't know who's 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 the right level of person in NXT or on the roster for Tiffany. Because Tiffany's just like she's just now, she's like, I used to be a champion, then I lost the title three weeks ago, and now I'm just here with all of you. It it's also not... wasn't a long or productive enough reign for them to pull the She's white hot. We can bring people who are lower mid card up to that right. level um, b- 
because they didn't do the work in the title ring to make it feel like there's some huge payoff and because she lost it to Becky freaking Lynch, right? So it's not like you have that handoff in NXT the way you might normally. Uh, I don't know why we're not visiting Tiffany and Roxanne as like a non-title because there is consistently so much breathing room for women's wrestling on this show. Like, get back to that. Like, get back to Tiffany and, and Roxanne and make it make it brutal, please. Like, make it... Tiffany is out here saying it's giving poor and Roxanne is the most empathetic baby face you have. And they mm-hmm. both can go in the ring. They're both former champions whose reigns got absolutely screwed. There is promo fodder right there for you. Right. Make that like a six-month thing. Or yeah. call them both up or one of them up, for the love of God. Yeah. Like... Yeah. Do um, something with your two marquee uh, women's talents here. This is the this is this is this fits into something that I have pitched. And um and I think it it, it works to to add her to this. I've wanted the spook team spooky Scottish witch to add uh, a golem to their uh to their ranks to use their mind control powers because they are witches to turn Piper Niven against Chelsea Green and make Piper Niven their Frankenstein's monster who just destroys people, which is going to help them become the champions. But now Chelsea needs somebody else to hang out with. Chelsea and Tiffany are perfect for each other. And that, like You bring up Tiffany and you will give her and Chelsea mic time backstage just dunking on everybody and they can have matches. And Tiffany's the workhorse. She can do all the fun stuff and actually win matches for them. And Chelsea's like, I love her. She is great, isn't she? Like, that would be really fun. I That would be a whole bunch of fun. Speaking yeah. of fun, we've got a lot of puns coming in. Do you want to yes, take a pun do. break? I do. Let's run over to the puns. Diagnosis. Not anymore, baby. GYB Not anymore. Free. No, they're free. They're free. Hold on. Oh, hold on. Let me see. What what have we got up here? Okay, we got a lot of. Oh, these are so good. I love when I find the right pun topic because you guys just go crazy, and I'm I. This is it. First aid kit. No, first a kid. (laughs) Um, A kid. (laughs) Mark, whose house? MD Swerve's house. MD. Oh, that (laughs) show is so good. That show is so good. Uh, Chris Mueller uh, says the NXT North American Champion Chippecanic Oath. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> Robert Lyle says any muggings in the Parkinson's lot tonight? <laughs> Alpha Bill says not getting any sleep due to my wonderful child. Having said that, I pre- present Colin Gunn. Uh, Bill Alpha Bill so says one of the greatest tag teams in the world, CPR. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> uh, Lord Kev says, um, uh, what in what if universe, Daddy ass, proctologist for hire. <laughs> I kind of like that a lot. It's good. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> Druid misses Charlie Hospital. <laughs> That's good. You can Robert do the Hobbs. Is... <laughs> wow. Wow. You can't. That's hard to pronounce. Hobbspital. Hobbspital? Hobbspital. The Will Hobbspital. 
Robert Lyle says, IV Nile. Oh my God, that's so, that's so good. good. It's so good. There's the bar. It's so good. There's uh, the bar it's so today. Good. Um, my God. Uh, Ricardo Spooky Gremlin says, chins up, tits out, and watch for the boo. No, spooky puns are next week, Ricardo. Next one. Yeah, that's good. Um, He's kind of ahead on the game. Luis Polito says, lazy one, Carlito colon. <laughs> that's not lazy. That's efficient. It's a copay. Yes, it is. You know when you go to the hospital <laughs> and there's a guy playing a musical instrument mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and another guy with a unicorn dildo on his head mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. a, a human-sized box of bootios. Lieutenant Photo says, boom, boom, cult cabanurism. Oh, sad, but very good. <laughs> Hope they recover. Okay, whoever has the cabanurism. <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant Photo says, Chris Jericho cardiogram. <laughs> Uh, Lieutenant Photo says the GTSA go to sleep apnea. Oh, good. Um, Jam Beard says Adam uh, Copeland, the rated ER superstar. <laughs> Chris Mueller says hopefully Vaughn doesn't give an ICU people promo. Uh, Chris Mueller also says prostate Examari Miller. I'm already sorry for this. Examari. I don't know what that is. Like, prostate um... Examari. Prostate oh. exam, Mari. There we go. She's close to oh, getting cleared. Um, uh, Orion Ben says, Duke the hospital dumpster, Droski. <laughs> uh, Lava Lyle says, Chemolition. Very good. Not demolition. Chemolition. Chemolition. Jonathan Hedman, medical Bill Goldberg. <laughs> oh, my um, God. Bret Hart has... They have healthcare in Canada, okay? And he still yep. can't stand yep. those medical yep. Bill Goldbergs. Jambeard says Tylenol Team 2000. Or Techno T3. Um, Tom LaValle uh, says uh, LSGPN oh. um, uh, RN Truth <laughs> CNA Punk and of course Britt Baker D M D. Um, Shout out to LSG who's killing it mm-hmm. in Europe right now. Good friend of mine. Alpha Bill says Dexter Lupus. <laughs> True Infamous says Ambulance Archer. Everybody dies. Um, uh, Matthew <laughs> Hooks says uh, C M F E R Punk. And uh, 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 Chris Stretchers, Chris Stretch Stretchicho, Stretchicho, Chris. Oh, Stretch Stretchico, Chris Stretchico, like oh. Jericho Stretchico. That's I was working out Candido in my head. Um, <laughs> um, and uh, uh, um, <laughs> Lieutenant Photo says Nyla Rosacea. Oh yeah. Tomavelli says uh, stethoscope Delander. And Mark <laughs> Matt Cardiologona. Cardiologona. Cardiologist. Cardiona. Cardiona? Cardiogramona. Cardio, card, cardionogram. San Diego. It's, it's, we're, 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 we're workshopping it. It's fine. 
Jambeard says, um, <laughs> Ivy Nile. This is Ramos in an Ivy Nile. Um, that's so good. That's it's so, so good, good. though. Uh, Jambeard says, Aussie, Aussie Open Heart Surgery. Oh, oi, oi, oi. Um, uh, <laughs> George Fitzpatrick says, Code Blue Mini. Oh, that's really good. Um, Rob, Robert Lyle says, Bully X-Ray. That's it. Um, <laughs> it's a very uh, specific type of phrase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lieutenant Photo says, Epinephrine Balor. You know what that um, is? That's hysterical. Mm, like Shane That's good. Tim Kim Gray says, in <clears throat> honor of my broken legged beau, Max cast her. Get well, uh, Bo. Get Kim's, well, Bo. Kim's son, Bo, broke his leg. Get well, Bo. Max right before trick or treat time is rough, man. Yeah. Um, Robert Lyle says, Brian Pulmonology Jr. Uh, Lieutenant Photo says, Adam colonoscopy baby <laughs> i guess you don't really point here for that that's a little adam colonoscopy baby <laughs> um uh <laughs> um jambier says kate medical bath co says the road to recover mania Robert Lyle says, Crash Cart Holly. <laughs> Jambeard says, Devon, get the medical tables. <laughs> um, and uh, and Alpha Bill says, um, Vaccine Dupree. That's very And good. He, he inserts his own. Because it is Vaccine Dupree is. That is excellent. Pretty, pretty great. Um, and Luis is asking if we want to do this as a, as a segue. Okay. Blue Chew World Order. That is a very good one. And it does happen to be our sponsor of tonight's show. Look, sometimes maybe your meanie's not being mean enough. You know what I mean? Sometimes, big and intimidating as it might seem, mm -hmm. it's not doing enough to, to stand on its own. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Sometimes mm -hmm. you need to get your blue world order mm -hmm. in order. We've got just the friend to help you with that, right? Is your sex life stuck in developmental? Well, get ready for a call up with bluechew.com and the code FIFL. Same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but how about this? No awkward in-person visits, no trips to the pharmacy. It ships straight to your door in a discreet package. But let me tell you, your package is not going to be discreet when you use Blue Chew and the code Fightful. Helps give you that confidence, that performance to take you straight to the main event, if you know what I'm saying. When approved online by one of our physicians, it just arrives straight to your door. You're not going to have people nosing around with what you're doing. And right now, you get your first shipment free when you use the code Fightful. Go straight to the top. You know what I mean. Memorable performance, high spot, you know, whatever other innu innuendos you can think of, bluechew.com and the code Fightful. Jambeard says, you know what? As a random team up, have Tiffany team up with her new heavy, Blair Davenport, and have them become the new tag champs. Well, on the main roster, because there are no tag champs in the. 
them. But I don't mind that idea. Um, so we get the the breakout tournament is uh, continues to uh, break me because um, God bless him. Um, Carmen Petrovich um, needs needs a lot more time on the level up. That's not that's not like I'm not saying she can't be great one day. Um, do you know like again listening back to old um, episodes of this of this show and our honest opinion because we never we don't varnish our truth. We state what we think. We both thought there was no chance Tiffany Stratton was going to be anything ever. Because in her first couple of matches, she was really, really bad. And I went back and watched them, and we were right at the time. Now she's great! So I'm not saying Carmen Petrovich can't be that. But I think it does a disservice to her to put her in this stuff and have her, hey, do all these moves that you're not ready to do yet against somebody who also can't be a ring general and guide you through the match. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> um, and it just, it just, I don't. All right. She won. I thought Jada Parker was more impressive in the ring right now, but I don't know if there's like a heel face dynamic they want in the next round or whatever. But like, um, she, she just needs more seasoning. I think that if she gets yeah. the seasoning, there's no reason why she can't improve. But right now she just doesn't have the footwork down. She was missing her spots. But that's okay. She hasn't been doing this for very long, as far as I know. Agreed. And the other thing that's tricky is sometimes, like, sometimes you don't get better without TV reps. Like, she might be great yeah. off screen for all we know. And then all of a sudden you're on TV and everything feels different. Like, mm -hmm. so, but yeah, this unfortunately wasn't like the strongest showing for either of them. I feel like the only thing that I, Liked from top to bottom last week were I thought match wise Roxanne and Oscar was great, but I the thing that I liked the most was Lola Vice and Danny Palmer because I felt like the they mm -hmm. both yeah. took something away from that, um, in a really 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 good way. Like that just surprised the hell out of me. So then when we see a match like this, it kind of feels like mm -hmm. well, what are we defining as breakout right. <laughs> mm -hmm. a little bit? So, mm -hmm. uh, but but to your to your point like we didn't think that about tiffany at all and part of it was in that early nxt too that was because that was early in 2.0 we were like who the hell are any of these people and what right. are these characters right so even the the flares that you could see about tiffany that were really good it didn't feel like they had any idea where any it was going and now look at right. her so yeah um you hope the the same for everybody in this situation but the match that we saw tonight was not great unfortunately no also, like I thought Jada Parker um was very smooth in her promo. It did not feel like a real person talking, but it felt like a uh it, she obviously can she can speak, but it did feel like this is a thing that I wrote and I practiced it a lot. It doesn't it didn't feel natural. Organic, yeah. She'll get there because you can tell she's got that. Carmen Petrovich really needs to work on doing a lot of pauses after upspeak in all of her sentences so that she can get better at it because yeah. it's it that that's just the thing that you you hear a lot about just this generation there's just a crazy amount of upspeak that just i just it doesn't doesn't work it, it's not gonna it's not gonna sound great 
it, just, but, it doesn't work for a promo at all. Yeah. No. No. Um, uh, immediately after this, we got Lyra Valkyria versus Tegan Knox, um, which different was really situation. good. Yeah. Very different situation <laughs> entirely. Uh, Lyra Valkyria versus Tegan Knox. I love that they're giving Tegan Knox uh, more in ring time a lot, just waiting for Natty to inevitably turn on her. That could happen literally. That You know what? It's possible. That could have happened between the end of NXT and right now because a lot of stuff they do in like like little videos that they post to social media and you know like hey was it so that could happen any minute literally any minute tegan knox all i'm saying is head on a swivel you got a boat coming after you eventually watch out for that outboard motor it could be a horse boat it could be a horse boat you never know um Really good match, though. Really nice to see Tegan getting some shine, and Lyra Valkyrie is just really impressive. I don't know if you want to talk about her promo now, but yeah. I like what she had to say there too. She's she's been. I I like I really liked that angle of my dream was to be the first Irish-born women's and NXT women's champion. I don't know if anybody really like that's the one I gotta be NXT champion, not the other things. NXT Women's Champions, mostly. But I did like that she was like, I want the NXT, I want I want that honor of being the firstborn Irish Women's Champion, and you basically cut in line, because I've been here for a while, and you just decided to show up and, and do that. So I like that angle of, of her promo. I liked it a lot, and yeah, I d- not like that it was her dream, but it, like that it was her goal, I like, of like, okay, right. I'm in NXT, what's the highest thing yeah. that I can accomplish here? That mm-hmm. is, like, perfect. And I, um, She's someone since she came in, we were like, I don't know what these feathers are about, but she's really good in the ring. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she really has the character side of this down too. Like she's, she's settling really, really nicely. I think um, she's an interesting one because she feels very versatile and that you could plug her into a lot of different roles and I could see her succeeding in those roles. So um, I could see her being like an ass kicker with somebody really acrobatic in a tag team, or I could see her being a single star and, and working mm-hmm. that route, or I could see her being in a stable, um, maybe because that was almost painted for us with Judgment Day when she was working with Rhea. It almost seemed like she was inheriting her a little bit. So I, I think it's, I think that's a good thing. It doesn't feel like she's aimless. It feels like she's adaptable and coachable to kind of any of those types of roles, but She's really, really good, man. I feel like of anybody that's kind of broken out underneath maybe that Roxanne and Tiffany aspects, like who's who else is there? Blair mm-hmm. Davenport's return, I think, has been very successful. Um, and I, I think Lyra's right there, too. I think Lyra's right there, yeah. too. It's good. Yeah. Healthy um, when you have breathing room for women's wrestling on your product, it seems like. That's, that is nice. I like that a lot. Um, Becky... Did they, Lyra, Lyra, Lyra up here. I taped this promo a couple of nights ago and I decided to make it sound like I was live via satellite. Right now. I, never, <laughs> I, I never like when they do that. Just just play the video. Yeah. Just like acknowledge this is a video I recorded for you. I'm assuming you won your match because you're great. Um, but um, this this is what like, I thought she delivered it very well, but I don't I I never I never buy it when when the when the biggest stars in the world sell it as though this 
championship means everything to me. It's the reason I get up in the morning. It's the reason I leave my house, leave my baby goodbye. It's because of this championship. This means everything to me. If I lose it, I lose my reason for being. Becky, if you lose it, you walk into Triple H's office and then you start planning out your Rumble victory so you can face Rhea at Mania. <laughs> Nobody believes for a second that if you lose the title to Lyra Valkyria, your world collapses because we know how this works. You're a giant star. It's really cool what you're doing. I just don't believe that angle ever when like a really, if it's somebody like Mustafa Ali who scraped and clawed his way to the North American Championship, you can write that angle for him. I got this. I'm never letting it go. I don't care who, what I've got to do. I'm never letting this thing go. This means everything to me. I spent 10 years trying to get this. I'm never letting it go. Becky's going to get a title in a, in a few months somewhere else, you know? I also feel as though there's something cooler that you could have done, which is this was the missing piece in my that would have been nice. But yeah, like I've had every other title that you can imagine. I won the tag titles with Lita. I'm a Hall of Famer, a legend, mm -hmm. of a trailblazer. The thing I hadn't had was this, and I had to come back for it. I, I would feel like my career is incomplete when I'm telling my daughter about it. Like to me, that's the money in the Becky Lynch title reign that we have. Um, and you can speak to the fact that of what it does feel like she's sincerely trying to do of like, I that am, I'm right. fighting everybody, right? So I feel like that might have been the stronger direction to go. But yeah, these, these types of promos like have always felt cheesy to me. And then <laughs> was the Attitude Era when they first like really kicked these up? Because I like when I go back and even watch ones with The Rock on these, I'm like, these are just, this is just not a good format. <laughs> That's what I feel like the Attitude Era was yeah. full of them. Yeah, it's part of the reason I, other than the overwhelming misogyny and racism of the Attitude Era and the lack yeah. of in-ring, um, why I don't like going back and watching it because right. of like this presentation feels it feels very dated. I guess is why I always think Attitude yeah. Era. Like seeing that in modern context, I'm like, we all have FaceTime now on cell phones. Mm. Like you don't, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to do it is these pre-tapes. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, wrestling with movies says. Let me say that Becky promo was a was a, a masterclass and serious promos to build a feud. On top of that, four women's matches tonight and five women's matches next week. Uh, where are we? I lost it. Where did it go? Um, kudos to the Bookers, and I'm so pumped for Becky versus Lyra. Becky versus Lyra is going to be great. Uh, oh, Lyra, yeah, well. Becky's going to give Lyra an amazing match. Becky's going to retain. Um, it is one of those things of that's that's the thing that happens a lot in this thing. But I, um, the there's just some. Um, I'm, I am. Um, well, maybe we'll talk about it, but I think that they're they're definitely pointing to who is uh, who is going to be the one to dethrone Becky uh, by the end of the night. Someone who gets out of limos. It might be. Yes. Yeah. Someone who has ex ex exits vehicles and shakes bald men's hands. I think yes. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Sorry. Um. Yeah, I do. I think that's very possible. Um. Uh, <laughs> so, um, okay. Okay. We, um, we have to get serious now and talk about something very serious. 
Sisvik Joseph. And what we have to talk about is the funniest damn thing I've seen since Von <laughs> Wagner had his head crushed. Von Wagner trying to walk again with some gauze loosely fastened to his head. Gauze. Um, it weeks ago, where he's just like where he's trying to walk again, and then they gave him some stretchy bands, and he's trying to pull the stretchy bands or like twist something. And 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 Robert Stone is looking very seriously at him, and then he's like, "I I I tried try to try to get Braun back for you, but you you're gonna finish it. You gotta finish. You gotta get Braun back." And and because 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 Von Wagner was feeling really bad about it, he says, "Give me the damn bands." And I don't know, man. They have never decided whether this is serious or not. Um, no, they 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 believe it is very serious. They believe that this is this is as good as Von Wagner can be acting serious, and they think it is good enough to not be taken by us as comedy. Sorry, I was looking for my neck brace. It yep. feels one step below what Roddy Strong is doing sincerely. It, yes. Uh, as comedy. <laughs> I. Because like the whole therapy arc they thought was hysterical. And they thought I'm going to table you is like the epitome of comedy. I'm going to table you. And now. As the Vaughn turns. This is. What? <laughs> also, this is the same stuff they were doing with with Elton Prince with the Yes Boys, with yes, him trying to walk and funny. everything. But they're but they're very but they're doing this the the thing as it's really hard to pivot from. We just watched on SmackDown, the Yes Boys do all of this stuff for comedy, as and funny. then now we're yeah. now we're going to pivot to it, and you're going to do it and play it straight. The way the, it's really hard to watch it in that order. You got to do it, playing it straight first, and then the comedy version of it. It's really hard. Like I don't know what they're they they should have once they realized what they were doing with Elton Prince, they should have abandoned it. And and what whatever this was with Vaughn, they should not have done this because this is this doesn't help. Also, he's barely walking right now. If he shows up at Halloween Havoc next week. Totally fine. It's totally fine. He rips the gauze off, and Braun Breaker goes, "Oh, he's no gauze." Ah, Alex, like this is hard for actors who have strong acting abilities to yes, pull off. It is. It this is, is impossible Not for good. Von Wagner and and then Robert Braun, Stone. Robert Stone challenges Braun to a match next week at Halloween Havoc. And either Vaughn shows up to save uh, save Robert Stone from getting his head caved in by the ring steps next You're week, gonna get your which is ridiculous because That's of what they presented. That is one hundred percent what's happening. The only other, only other option is he destroys Robert Stone, and Vaughn comes back for revenge later. Every second that Vaughn that brought excuse me, every second that Braun is doing this stuff instead of beating up people on the main roster is a crime. It is a crime that's been committed. He I actually so, thought like, was pretty good in this. Like he, he was, did his his best. Like, like, I, I don't he care. He did his I'm like, job. Yeah, I don't care either. That was 
there either. I'm sorry. That was also just from like a bad writing perspective, or maybe it was not scripted enough or whatever. But like he says, I don't care. And Robert Stone's like, what do you not even care? And I'm like, he just literally just now told you he doesn't care. Like literally Mm -hmm. just 10 seconds ago. I was like, I don't really care. He thought it was as funny as we did that Vaughn is walking around with gauze on his head. Yeah. Um, You got to stop making me love the heels like in this way. Because they did no. that with Keanu James too, where I was like, she's got a point all the time. Yeah, they do that too much. Yeah. I'm on her um, side. Shotzi had a match versus Kiana. Uh, she won she with her senton. Uh, Rox, uh, Roxanne uh, decided uh, he, she prevented the bag from being used for a while, and then Kiana got it, and then Rev took it from her, and blah, blah, blah. Uh, so Roxanne is going to face Kiana next week. And this time, Shotzi was with her, and so Shotzi, the keeper of the wheel, was there to say, you may spin the wheel and make the deal. I su- I will supervise. It is an yeah. official spin of the wheel, an official making of the deal. Um, and so uh, she, sp- she spins it, and it's going to be a devil's playground match next, next week versus Kiana. Fun stipulation choice. Yes. Also, Alex... I'm really over this fucking bag. Okay. I yeah, am. I know. Yeah. Kiana's really good in the ring and she has a hard hitting moveset. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care about the bag. I'm over the no. bag. If it's filled with money, give it to me. Otherwise, I don't care about this bag. I don't care if mm-hmm. it's got paint in it. If it has like dynamite in it, cool. Mm-hmm. I don't, I couldn't care less about the stupid bag. And it's yeah. also not. <laughs> don't be mad, chat, that I'm bringing up something AEW related. But it's also not like the dynamite diamond ring where you can hide it. It's a fucking bag. Yeah. It's yeah, huge. Yeah, it's, it's a giant bag. It's it's not even which I what I what I, what I want. It's, it's not like... what I want it to be either. It's a, like a it's a carpet bag. Like it's a big, huge bag. You put a lot of stuff in. If it was a laptop bag, which we can assume a laptop is in and would really hurt. If it, it looks, it doesn't. I guess it has paint cans in it. But was that for just the fit with Gigi? I'm not really sure. Uh, I don't really sure what's in it, but like it doesn't look like it would hurt. A laptop bag would look like it would hurt, and it would it would it would match her business lady promo. Well, because she does business her, her profile, you know. Yeah, merge the buy, real sell, estate. do both. Like it, it doesn't, you know. Like it's just get me those numbers from that yeah. business quarter we just closed. Dungeon Master Master Puppet says, I'm late, but everything really does suck, and everyone here helps me forget about it for a bit. I love you all. Thank you all for being you. Thank you for being you, Dungeon Master. We love you. I am having one of those, too. Everything does suck. Also, Ernest Ernest the Cat Scan Miller is very, very good. See? You're back, baby, and so am I. We got this. Me and you, Ernest. Kiana should become Tiffany's lawyer. It's great. Cool. But she's... A real estate lawyer, porn accountant. She has a lot of jobs. <laughs> I am the. She said the, the first her first promo that we ever saw when I because that was building to this thing where we were like, um, is there a Brazzers logo in the in the bottom left? You guys edited out. She says I have been crunching the numbers and <laughs> I can tell that I will win this tournament. We're like, why do you? Why are you also a wrestler? Why are so you so much a of that? So much of that. Also a wrestler. 
Um, and because remember, that, it was like she was like, I have this black leather couch and this desk with nothing on it, right? Um, and and that will lead us directly into Ariana Grace, um, uh, Santino El Ija del Santino. Um, <laughs> she's she actually was a beauty pageant contestant, like the beautiful, actual person, beautiful was. young lady, beautiful young lady. Why is a beauty pageant contestant? Why does she want to be a wrestler? I don't. I don't know. I don't know that part. Wouldn't she want to avoid being punched in the face because that would ruin her chances of winning in her beauty pageant? I don't understand. Why does everybody have to have a damn hobby that conflicts with their desire to be a wrestler? And you can't only have one. You have to have like Nikita Lyons. You have to have three because mm -hmm. then it's hysterical. Mm -hmm. But this is just. Meh. Uh, I will say I thought she did a pretty good job with what was given in that she went into like that beauty pageant contestant speech of like, I have also known the pain of what it's like to be injured. Right. Like I thought she did a great job with that stuff. Mm -hmm. Her facial expressions during the match. I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. so one, she's definitely her, her father's daughter. Mm -hmm. Two, She gets that piece of it very much. Like she's, she's taken that part on very, very quickly. Um, mm -hmm. And I like the mechanism of me using those nauseating Miss America speeches as a mm -hmm. way to empathize with in-ring stories, but it it's just, it's not there enough to justify why a beauty pageant contestant... The idea that you them. used to be a beauty pageant person um, and now you want to be a wrestler isn't impossible to believe. It's impossible to believe you would wear your sash to the ring and your crown. Correct. Like that, I don't, I don't believe that part. They should have had that in the corner as like, I'm in this breakout tournament. Like, mm -hmm. this is what I'm used to winning prize wise. Or something. Like, play right, with it sure. that way. Maybe. The there was an inset promo from her opponent tonight, Brinley Reese. We love Brin the name Brinley. Brinley Reese is the most spoiled little girl at at, at the playground. Like Brinley, and, and and her mother only refers to her by her first and middle name which is Brinley Reese. You get your little butt right over here, young lady. Uh, Brinley Reese is her, 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 her first and middle name. I don't know what her last name is. Nobody does. Everyone just hears her mom yelling, Brinley Reese. Brinley Reese? Brinley Reese, no. Stop it. Brinley Reese, no. Put that down, Brinley. Brinley Reese, you have to the count of five. Yes. Yeah. Yes. See, That's the reason I'm so familiar with that is Kate Elizabeth is a great ear in trouble mm, name. Yeah. And I was like a good kid, but I left yeah. shit all over the house on account of the ADHD. Yeah. Kate, yeah. Elizabeth, it's a good one. Br Brinley, like, we don't, we don't. She's have a child actor, like, yeah, for Brindley, sure. Yeah. And she, her counter was always named Grayson, I decided. Like, it's Brinley yeah. and Grayson in mm -hmm. every Juicy Juice commercial. Yes. Oh my God. Can't get away from that duo. <laughs> Brinley, Brinley, Brinley. Uh, she looks fine. I she did look like she stole um, Sol Ruka's gear and haircut I was gonna say that, and yeah. persona. I was like, "Are you is your is Brinley Reese's gimmick Sol Ruka?" Like, I don't understand. I don't know. That's what it looked like to me. Brinley Reese's like, gimmick they, is Sol Ruka with a less cool finisher. Remember how um, after uh, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash went to went to WCW. They decided to dress up uh, Glenn Jacobs as Diesel 
And they're like, this is Diesel now. That's basically what they've done with Sol Ruka and Brindley Reese. Brindley Reese <laughs> is Sol Ruka now. She's just playing. She's like, a, we've replaced the actress who was playing Sol Ruka. Now she's Brindley Reese. That's it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There we go. Brindley Reese, you get rid of that black lipstick. Oh, see, there, there you go. She's already on her way to success at NXT. Already on her way to uh, Guys, we're so, five uh, puns away from 69. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, Jam Beard um, says Grace is a beauty pedic contestant, but also a judo competitor like Santino. That's great. Make her gimmick judo competitor and not beauty pageant. Sure, her beauty pageant talent was yeah. judo stuff. Yeah, sure. There you go. Make it happen. Yeah. Um. So uh, she wins with this like I don't know. It's a weird like headlock takeover backwards onto the onto a face bump. It's interesting. I don't know how to I don't know how to describe it. It was cool. It was very cool. Yeah. I thought she looked good. It's just yeah. We get we got a wacky little universe in NXT as well. We we do, don't we? <laughs> um so it's gonna be uh Lola Vice uh versus Carmen Petrovich and uh and Kalani Jordan versus Ariana Grace next week. We're definitely getting Kalani Jordan versus Lola Vice. And you're honestly, I like the idea of that of that um, final because I don't know, I don't know who wins that. I yeah, think, I think I, you could easily put over the heel there, or you could do a thing with Kalani Jordan. She's already gotten a a a, a ple pre-show match. She yeah. feels like somebody you strap a rocket to. Um, the thing that I liked a lot about the original NXT UK tournament for the for the guys is they crowned Tyler Bate. But they always knew they were going to make Pete Dunne with that tournament, even losing in the final, and then push him to immediately take the title from Tyler Bate. So, like, I really liked that booking. I don't know if you do that, have Kalani win the thing, and then have Lola Vice be pissed about it and come for Kalani. There's some a lot of cool stuff they could do with that. But I love not knowing who wins that tournament. There is. And Carmelo and Odyssey Jones had, like, a cool, the opposite outcome. But it was really cool where they were like, there's a lot of respect between the two of them, and it was yep. something that they could go back to story-wise. Mm -hmm. um, I I think I don't know. My gut says Lola Vice, which means I'll probably do Kalani Jordan or Carmen will win the whole thing. But listen to me, Hunter and Jonathan, yeah. mm -hmm. don't like swerve us on this. Just give us Lola Vice and Kalani Jordan, please, no, please, please. This is not the time to get cute. Mm -mm. No, you already did that with the last tournament. That's right. Yeah. Um, it was and, and Lola. Lola now, looked awesome last week. The reason we got Brindley Reese, we were not supposed to. It was supposed to be it was yes. supposed to be Jakara Jackson from the metaphor. She's injured, so she she's not clear to compete. She couldn't do it. I think she was going to beat um Ariana Grace. Um uh but uh Orion Ben has a, is asking the very hard questions, Kate. How dare you take out Jakara trying to get her metaphor spot? Like, I mean, it's obvious that the, the some somebody doesn't want Jakara Jackson in the metaphor. Who would that be? Is it someone who's been who's been using her platform to politic to become part of the meta five, and then that was rejected? Well, maybe we'll let you into the metaphor if a spot comes open. And wouldn't you know it, Jakara Jackson goes down with an injury. What do you have to say for yourself? <clears throat> yes, I did it. But 
I am smart, so I hired henchmen to do it. So I didn't really do it. Nice. Other people did it. But look, Make if sure. you show me week after week yeah. that all it takes is somebody showing up at a parking mm -hmm. lot to take someone out and they are mm -hmm. completely indefensible and no one's mm -hmm. gonna do shit about it. Mm -hmm. You're making it too easy on me. Yep. Okay. But the point is mm -hmm. someone can't compete. Yep. Meta three, not a great name. No. Meta the metaphor much better. No M. Yeah. I'm right here. <laughs> I can be on um, flight very soon. The interview, it was Noam Dar apparently on the phone from the hospital where Jakara is and Oro Mensa and Lacey uh, and what, what her name is, the Lash Legend, um, have been interviewed. Um, Noam Dar is like, is she going to make it, Doc? Come on, give it to me straight. You got to let me know. Oh, no, they're going to take the arm. Oh, my God, he's great. Um, I also loved the no selling that was happening with Oromensa, where he was like, mm -hmm. "Why would they take her arm?" Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> Louis, Louisville says it's actually in order tonight. It should be a uh, Oro Mersa. Oh, there you go. There you go. There Very you go. good. Um, Jam Beard says that Kate pulled a Tanya. Just Z pack it. Just Z pack the Mersa. Mm -hmm. That's I think we learned from how they treat it in WWE. Uh -huh. That's right. I did not pull a Tanya Harding. Um, um, but I was a figure skater. That's all I'll say. Um, so, um, all of a sudden we got, uh, um, Tozawa. Um, and Tozawa is there to, uh, he's looking for Noam. Look, I know this isn't the best use of Tozawa, but it's also not the worst use of Tozawa. <laughs> He's, uh, if we get if we get Akira Tozawa, I mean, like him doing him do a little dance. I, I listen. That thing went viral, so they're gonna run into the ground on Raw. But that's not what he was doing in this particular thing. He's looking for Noam because Noam's gonna defend the the title of, of against uh, Akira Tozawa. And honestly, who better than the guy who lost all of his matches in the qualifying tournament? I mean, literally all of them did not win a single match. Didn't draw in a single match. That guy. Uh, is the guy absolutely who should get to that shot at the um, the Heritage Cup, I think. Don't you think? Well, one thing that you're forgetting is that he also didn't have great showings and half of his matches were not on mm -hmm. NXT. So yeah. he's got that going too. I love Tozawa. I think he's great. In kayfabe, he's, he's crap. He's he's the worst. He's the worst wrestler in the world in kayfabe. That sucks. <laughs> Akira Tozawa is amazing. But I w I want to see the match with him with him and Noam Dar. But I, I but according to what you have booked, I would much rather see any number of other people, people who won all of their matches, like Nathan Joe, Fraser, Joe Coffey. Um, we never got the Tyler Bate versus Joe and Noam Dar one on one match. That kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Yes. So whatever. Um, but it, but that will be fun. Um. Uh, Will Chisholm says, so I guess Bobby Lashley is not safe now, huh, Kate? He won't send you a suit, so you're going to knock him out and strip him. And you're going to you'll be wearing a much, much far too large suit for you. You're going to look like David Byrne in the Talking Heads video. What? It's breaking up. The stream is breaking <sighs> It's from... Nathan Fraser and and Dominic Mysterio brawl, and then uh, Rhea Ripley, who was not who's who was 
explicitly told to us it was not there, save Dominic from a from a Phoenix splash. And so we're probably almost certainly going to get Dominic versus Nathan Fraser uh, at one of these Halloween Havocs, and Dominic's going to beat Nathan Fraser, and I'm gonna I'm gonna cry. So I too will cry when Dominic Mysterio defeats Nathan Fraser at one mm-hmm. of these Halloween's Havoc. Mm-hmm. Gonna be bad. Yes. For my soul. Yeah. Gonna hurt my feelings out loud. And I'm gonna okay. complain about it on the internet right here. All right. Let's let's read maybe, some more puns before we get to the let's get let's get let's read some more puns. Uh by before we get to uh the main event thing. The main from... event is time already. Huh. Well, like we have a lot to talk about because we got a, the, the the promo. The backstage thing between Mello and, and Trick, Trick being attacked, all that stuff. We got a lot of stuff. So like what do you guys want to talk about? Mm-hmm. Robert Lyle says hepatitis O'Neill. Um, <laughs> That's really good. Lord, Lord, the 69th pun was. <gasps> oh, we're, we're far over it now. Um, yeah, but this is, sui- you're our 69th yeah. caller. Nice. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, suicide diverticulitis. <laughs> Um, Robert Lyle oh, says straight jacket Perry. Too infamous Great. says ACLA night. Yeah, yeah, dummy. Robert Lyle says suture man punch. <laughs> That's um, excellent. Jam Beard says blood pack. Very nice. Faster. Jesse Ozog says asphyxiation hold. Uh, Ian R says Carlito colonoscopy. Very nice. Or uh, Orion Van says from uh, st- uh, Kyle Stretcher or Ox Techniker. Lurk Kev sent that one in. That's uh, very good. Oh, Jesse Ozog says Doogie House Match MD. Jambeard says Rhea Ribley. <laughs> um, uh, Ian R says. Ian Riccoboni, what's up? A, a bat, a bat, a bat, a batman. I think it's like it's supposed to be like abaddon, but, a, ab- but abdomen, abdomen, and that's really hard to say. Abaddon, 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 You sound like you're scatting. Robert Lyle says stethoscope McMahon. Very good. Do we have we had a stethoscope earlier, but I think it was Delander. Very nice. Switch it yeah, up on go. the ladies. Like um it. Jonathan Hedman says Tylenol Dillinger. <laughs> Ronald Holland. Perfect says, 10 milligrams. Um, uh, uh, Mount Sinai guy, Dudley. Well, very good. Sinai. You take care of my sister. Um, uh, Robert Lyle says Betty Pan Kingston. Partner. He got such a big pop at Royal Quest. It made my heart. Of course he does, because he's a bloke. All, like, the, all the guys over there love 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 a guy like that. Like almost Osprey levels of pop, though. It was it. Ugh. Mr. Showtime says Epipen Kingston partner. Um, Robert Lyle says pneumonia order. <laughs> True Infamous says Austin Theory's finisher, the ACL. Um, True Infamous says Tony D. Fibrillator. Alpha Bill says placenta el cero miedo. <laughs> Ew, but funny. <laughs> really good. That's really good. 
You don't want to. You don't want to come across placenta obscuro. No, no, that, no, no, no. Or a soul? That's no. That's not good either. No. Um, Robert Lyle says Doogie Howsen, MD. Very nice. Very young. Very young. Very medical. Very nice. Very doctor. Um, <laughs> uh, Robert Lyle says amazing Red Cross. Um, uh, <laughs> Jambeard says House of Black Plague. Uh, True Infamous says Ring General Hospital Gunther. <laughs> well, well, Lieutenant Photo says um, Microscopely Hathaway. <laughs> and then he says My wife is the goddess of puns. Yes. Well done. So true. Well done. True Infamous says Big E-R. Oh, I miss Big E. Uh, me too. Every day. Um, Ronald Hollick says acetaminophen Baller and Advil Holla. <laughs> Very good. And the and pain Jam relief. <laughs> Jam Beer says Robert Kidney Stone versus the Ulcer Taker. <laughs> ulcer Taker. <laughs> Back when Don't... medical conditions were men. That's right. Um, uh, Bizarro Big L says, Hey, everybody, less of a pun, more of a medical dark humor joke. What worms mean the opposite to a doctor and an IT professional? The whole floor is coding. <laughs> That's as, very offering, good. as offering to the tribal meat, I'm making pulled pork. May we have all the meats this week, all of the meats to everybody here. Um, Wrestling with Movie says, Common Cold Steve Awesome. <laughs> Common Cold Steve. That's really good. That's really good. There are so many ways to catch you. <laughs> that, is, that is great. Um, Jambeard says, depending on how the gimmick is used, Lexus King being the one to take the title from Dom could work. Yeah, like you're, you're, but I don't like, I don't know. The nepotism anybody thing was, is weird. Anybody that was in the Heritage Cup first like i i, I would like to Listen, see tyler bait instead whoever like takes see... the title off of dom permanently is my best friend unless it's von wagner it I, fine i would much rather have dominic have, have von wagner have the north american title than dominic mysterio done i think i would rather watch nwa well that that's that's true but like i'm not saying like will chisholm says i like the pillman jr promo but christian cage would love that dead dad promo he would he would love it it's so he true. would jambeard says i need hbk to do the funny thing and have gg face becky in the battle of the redheads i mean i don't know how funny it is but i, I wouldn't mind seeing that match red orange next Jambeard says, I blame Alex for Dom still being champ. It feels like karma for Alex hating on Jericho for no reason. One of the greatest Canadian wrestlers ever. Well, I I, I, no I think <laughs> I think he is one of the greatest Canadian wrestlers ever. Uh, and I think that particular time period expired about five or six years ago. And now he is no longer anywhere near what he used to be. And yet still always on my damn television and um, and taking ruining people's pushes and whatnot with them having to 
Proud and Powerful should have been the damn tag team champs, and now they hate each other. All because okay. they had to back him up in a feud against Dan Lambert. Yes to that, but also... I would say, in for the most part, he's been being used a lot better of late. Like, yes. it has well, not been... Yeah. Well, because the... This is not a Jericho, Jericho review show. I never should have pinned Aussie Open. Jericho never should have pinned Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara should have turned on Jericho during the damn match. Okay, that I'll agree with, but I... not Jericho without a stable is taking up much less oxygen on my television. I don't know what to talk about. All okay, I want to well, do let's... is let's move on. I want to okay. talk about this trick story um carmelo comes down to the ring uh they do the thing where they say um carmelo hayes one week off of his the greatest night of his entire career on his way to the ring to talk about please stop doing this the man is a former champion on your brand like the night he became champion surely better than last week the two nights he became NXT North American champion have to be better than last week. Just because he was breathing the same air as The Undertaker doesn't make it a great night. He couldn't even Just see because... the guy that was in his corner. I can't stand the fucking hero worship of old people in this company. No, it's... Well, John Cena's at least still active. But... I what I did like because when he went into that promo that he had with Baron Corbin about like wow last week was so special I was like this does not feel like Carmelo at all and then Baron no. Corbin immediately came in and was like yeah. this is not you at all I was like right thank God they that made there was a reason for how lame with Baron Corbin like a hundred times in this segment I was like stop doing that <laughs> stop making me agree with Baron Corbin but at least it was. I was like, oh, no, they're not turning him into every other baby face, right? But, like, there was an immediate payoff for it. And I was like, thank God that was not yeah. for no reason. Because that sounded so not like Carmelo. Right. Um, but, and that, that segment was fine. I, I liked what, Baron Corbin's been really solid in this NXT run. Mm -hmm. Like, everything yeah. he has said has made sense. And I appreciate him, that about yeah, him. Yeah, but him him being like, um, you, um, you, um, you stop being a fan and start being this champion that, that you used to be because that being a fan is not going to help you get your title back. Um, and then uh, Dijak came out and um, uh, Baron Corbin made a sunglasses at night joke and um, it was fine. And then um, Ilya Dragunov, hello, hello boys up here, up, up here. Yes, I, I taped this promo earlier today and now I am sitting at home. Um, but you don't know that because I'm not going to say that out loud, but I'm thinking it as I'm saying this. Um, so I wanted to let you know that it is not going to be a triple threat next week. No, no. The last act of Cody Rhodes as general manager was to make the triple threat a fatal four-way. It will be the three of you versus this man. And it's a, it's a trick. And Trick is super over, and he comes out, and I'm like, oh, no, they're going to run this friggin' angle that I don't want to want. Um, 
Carmelo immediately looks like, what the, why would you do this? And I thought to myself, why would you do this to your friend? But he has, he has, there, Trick has not had a single thought expressed out loud on camera about getting another match versus Dominic and getting his damn NXT title back that was stolen from him by the entire Judgment Day. Go to Cody Rhodes when he's the, the, the general manager or go to Shawn Michaels tonight and say, I got another match with Dominic. It's Halloween Havoc next week. Me versus Dominic in a steel cage with the whole of the Judgment Day banned from the building. Let me at least have a shot one-on-one -on -one of getting my title back. But he doesn't want that. He wants to big-time Carmelo and get Carmelo's title that he wants back, knowing if this is his best friend since high school, how much Carmelo needs that title back. He totally went behind Carmelo's back, never told him about it, politicked his way into this fatal four-way. And Baron Corbin said everything that I said in my head. Baron Corbin said, you went behind your best friend's back and got inserted into this match. This is horrible behavior. And I was like, yes, stop making me agree with Baron Corbin. Uh, every time Ilya Dragunov is on screen, I'm like, he needs to be the champion till the end of time. Yeah. yeah. I also just thought this was so lazy because Trick got thrown into the triple threat and now he's getting thrown into the four pack. Yeah. And Cody Rhodes is nothing but a nine day title reign loser. All right. That's what I learned on Monday. So <laughs> he is just an injured adversity facing guy with no dad in a nine day title reign. That is the power of Cody Rhodes. Mm -hmm. I feel like if you lose your tag teams that Sadly, your GM powers from the week before should go retroactive, but I digress. Just lazy creative. Like, this just feels exactly like what they did with the triple threat, except now there's a layer to the story with Carmelo. Um, and I do like Carmelo's reactions always just feel very authentic. Like, he's very good at this. Uh, but it also makes me nervous because I don't want Carmelo to win and I don't want Carmelo to turn heel and I feel handcuffed by what happened later. But it would be cool if Trick turned on Carmelo and I'll say how I think that should happen. Um, so at the end of the metaphor, well, we saw Carmelo and Trick kind of like, I don't know, um, Bury the hatchet back in the um, in the back in the one locker room that they have there, um, and and they're like, yeah, I, I should have told you, I'm sorry, but like, uh, it's always going to be Trick Mellow Gang, right? Forever, right? Yeah, and they hug and they smile. And Trick leaves, and Carmelo immediately stops smiling, and I'm like, uh, damn it. And what I thought they were going to do is in the fatal four way that Trick was going to have. Corbin pinned and Mello was going to pull him out of the ring. Corbin or 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 Dijak. And they, they were while they were having a little shoving match about who gets to have the pinfall or whatever, then Corbin would pin Dijak. Corbin win. Yeah. And then then you you would get the, the secondary main event of night two of Halloween Havoc would be Carmelo versus Trick. You put over Trick there and you send Carmelo immediately to the main roster because he needs to be there yesterday. But instead, we get Trick being laid out backstage 
later they said it was he was laid out in the parking lot. He was not. Somehow he was not laid out in the parking lot. He was laid out backstage. And then he got they probably just took to him local, to the parking lot to be hospital. laid out because that's where that happens. Yeah. Being laid um, out backstage is just wrong. Uh and he got he got he got taken to the hospital and he was out of this match. Um and Carmelo was Carmelo ran up and 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 oh no, trick, somebody come over and help. Which is always what they want you to think when the guy is actually the guy who did it. Um, so I don't know. Um uh Carmelo there's a triple threat match, it's really good. Carmelo went Carmelo wins. Corbin hit the end of days on Dijak, and then immediately before he could stand up, took the axe kick, the flying axe kick from uh axe kick leg drop from from Mello. Mello pins Dijak. Mello is the so we're getting Mello versus Dragonov three. It's one to one. I don't I don't mind that. I just did not think they were going that way. Because of all the time Corbin spent verbally building up his match with Dragonov to them not to go that way. Um, is interesting, but I, I like that they they actually without without me realizing it, they were presenting two guys who could win that triple threat tonight. Um, Mello and um, uh, and Corbin. I never thought Dijak was going to win, but I like that there was two options there because even up to the finish, I still thought it was possible. For, for Corbin to win this anyway. The idea that it might have been might have been interesting, I don't know, they never do this kind of thing. But if Carmelo really screwed over his best friend to get him out of this match because he was scared that that guy was going to win it and then ended up not even getting the title shot anyway, like that kind of bit of karma would be interesting for him to play against. But we're getting Dragunov versus, uh, Carmel versus Carmelo Hayes. We're getting uh, Trick coming back to cost Carmelo. Um, and uh, unless Trick blames Mello erroneously for being laid out, and we find out later who the real person is, like if Rikishi says, I did it for The Rock, I'm not really sure exactly how we're going to get there, but um, yeah. I wish Trick, if he hadn't gone to a medical facility, it would have been really cool. His name is Trick. It would be cool if during Halloween Havoc he played a trick. I'm just going to say that. If he had feigned injury and came out and cost Carmelo, because I, I just think that's, if you're going to have a trilogy, Carmelo retains because trick interfered and cost Ilya. Carmelo loses clean because he doesn't have trick and then trick costs Carmelo is a fun thing to weave over all three matches. I think if you go to the hospital, you've probably jumped the shark on that. Well, like, no, I, I, I can't, I can't imagine a scenario where he injured himself tonight to get himself out of a fatal four-way that he politicked to get himself oh, yeah, into. That's true. Like, I can't, I can't, I can't imagine I that thing. Want, I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want Carmelo <laughs> to turn unless they want him to be a heel on the main roster, which I'm actually all for. But mm -hmm. it just feels like no one's ever getting called up to the main roster. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just think I think I think we're getting we're getting the the uh, the obvious thing, which is the thing they did with 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 HBK and um uh and Triple H in two thousand two, but 
But that took months and months and months and months to reveal. And this is going to take two weeks. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Um, I'm just so sick of seeing the same stuff every time. I feel like there's always people getting taken out backstage. And I feel like there's always people getting taken out in the parking lot. And I feel like Trick Williams is always getting added to matches for no reason. Mm -hmm. Jambeard says, I see HBK couldn't help booking Trick like himself. I mean, he loves to book like himself for everyone. That's true. Um, Usually for the gals, actually. Orion Ben says, no worries, Kate. I got Victor Perry getting tricked, too. Oh, um, see, that's even worse, because yeah. he took out Trick, and he is a teacher. He is for the yes. children. That yes, is way worse be. than me taking out, be. or maybe not taking out Jakar Jackson to have my spot in mm-hmm. the metaphor that I deserve and have been campaigning for week over week. Um, so, I don't know if we're going to touch on the, the thing of, like, we, 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 I think to do this right, um, if you're going to have Trick attack Carmelo um, on night two, that we need to get, like, Trick is still unconscious in the, in the thing next week, but then he comes out of his coma or something. Um, if it's not going to be, like, I like the idea of it, of Carmelo just having his match with Dragunov and maybe even Trick wants to help him or whatever, and we find out much, much later. Are there are there security cameras backstage? I don't I don't know how like I want Trick to be like, hey, I know you did it, or I didn't see anything. I'm not sure who did it. And Carmel be like, oh thank God you didn't see anything. What what? I mean, I don't know exactly how we're gonna do it, but next week there's got to be a scene between the two of them where like Trick is trying to find out. I mean Carmel is trying to find out if if Trick knows that it was him. And Trick's trying to find out if Carmelo will give him any signals that it was him, you know that kind of a thing. Like you know, it, there's there's some good stuff that could be done here, but again, it is just HPK playing the hits. It's just it it's is, just... and it's at least in the hands of performers that can pull this off. Yeah, but I just I feel like we we just see a lot of repeats of things, like yeah. not even just from the HPK playbook, which this is, but like. Oh, someone got taken out before a big match backstage after just having earned shot oh, in or whatever. I like it's a lot. No, I know. Um, as we've said before, HBK booking NXT is like a, a, a guy playing uh, music for an audience of one, and that one person in the audience is also HBK, who's holding up a lighter and going, "Play Freebird." It's basically just that. Um. So. Um, at the end, we see Lyra Valkyria watching Carmelo and be like, yeah, all right. And then she takes a, a, a picture of her and Becky up on a locker and she reaches up and she takes it and like, next week I'm going to get your title. She rips it in half. Um, and then she leaves and then Jade comes on the big screen um, and she goes... So I do... I I, I don't know. I, I uh, the, She's been teasing all three brands. But the person she teased against on Raw was Becky. So she's actually teased Becky twice. And I really don't want her having her first feud with Charlotte. I really don't want that at all. Uh, just for, for Jade's sake. Um, sure. Better uh, dance partners out there, you think? Like from a... Just for her. Um, but Becky is the perfect person because Becky gets the best match out of everybody. 
and uh, you you debut Jade and have her take the title off of Becky and run NXT for what is it three so and a half months when she comes up to, from the Rumble and she just says I don't need this anymore I'm coming for that like make her just like disrespectful but in the coolest possible way like like I have this title nobody down there can beat me for it none of you here can beat me for it I don't need it anymore I want that whether she points at Rip Rhea Ripley's or or Charlotte's by that time it'll be Charlotte we'll see but like her basically wanting basically saying I'm going to be three belts three belts jade but don't please for god's sakes do not no. book her to do that so don't book anyone to do that ever yeah. Alex, I have a quick question, unrelated. What? Do you have any unboxings to do tonight? I don't. Okay. I have to go get something very special that arrived in the mail for me today. Oh! Feel free to read off oh, cool. some, some I'm, I'm extra read, puns. I'm going to read some other stuff. Yeah, I'm listening to stuff. Um, oh, there we go. Louise says, how I think they should do it. Bring back Nikki Cross and have her do the I knew a secret. Nikki's go a secret. Nikki's go a secret. And then um I guess you could have like Trick Williams be Malachi Black in that situation. That could be fun. A uh, Jambeard says Trick's inner monologue is I know he knows that I know that he knows that I know that he knows about me knowing that it was him. That's what we need. We need one of those. We know Jambeard says that Alex's Dragonov sounds like he's going to demand the world, the government, to give him one billion dollars, and he wants sharks with freaking laser beams attached to their skulls. Um, yes, it does sound like that because that's how Dragonov sounds. He's got this wonderful staccato delivery of his monologues. The way he promos is, I love it. I can't, I can't love it. I can't love it that much. Uh, I love it so, I, yeah. What? 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 You're here. I'm back. Yeah. Um, oh, Jambeard says, the reason I find it funny about um, uh, Becky and Gigi is that one of the bad wrestling media sites ran a story that Gigi was going to take Becky's name and become the new Becky Lynch was Becky was out being a mom. <laughs> I had not heard that. I, <laughs> Guys. I did not know about that. <sighs> Subscribe to Fightful Select. Okay, that's not even me <laughs> being a, a shill. You're just not going to get dumb, dumb, mm -hmm. dumb, dumb, dumb stories like that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Did you find your thing in the mail? I did. Do you want to do it right now or after? Hold on. Oh, one sec. One second. Jambeard says, can't wait to see Cody and Bobby Lashley and Karrion Cross join the LWO. I don't even know what that's in reference to. I don't either. Um, uh, Riot of my own uh, asks, were the tag oh. belts taken off of Cody and Jay because of the fast lane press conference and their apparent intoxication? No. No, they think that's hilarious. No. They were they were taken off of uh, off of them because of nonsensical booking where there was no reason to put them on the in the first place. Um, yeah. Uh, Bobby Lashley has roots from Panama. Cody has roots from, from Puerto Rico. Uh, I get it. And carrying cross or Cuban. Yeah. Carrying cross is uh, yeah, I get it. There you go. Okay. Thank you. I still just now, don't know why we were talking about the LWO, but I'm here for it. I, I don't know why you. 
Now you can say your thing. Do your thing. Oh, okay. So as you guys know, I'm a big fan of Miss Athena and yes, her minion gimmicks on ROH. Mm-hmm. And you also know I'm a big fan of the number 69 because it is nice. Mm-hmm. For weeks, the six people in me who watch ROH. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. We're like, when are we going to get these minions t-shirts? Mm-hmm. And they finally made one. And on the same day that I wanted to order that shirt, because you got to beat the shipping charges, right? Right. Just a couple weeks ago. Shane Haste was also like, hey, buy my shirt. And I was like, well, okay. So I got mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm. which is this TMDK hysterical shirt. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. Shane Haste rules. And he is, in yes. fact, hysterical. But that yes. also means yes. I also got oh my goodness. my minion shirts. Mm. And the most important part of this whole story is that right. Miss Athena herself yes. responded and told me that my minion number was 690069, which That's... in 14 year old boy humor, mm-hmm. pretty sure is 69 boobs 69. Yes. Officially from the fallen goddess mm-hmm. herself. Yeah. So I am going to on the Thursday night post show mm-hmm. fill in Ooh. the number blank Ooh, with my number. Good. Wow. With a Sharpie. That's awesome. And make it official on air. That's so, great. so very excited. So tune in for that on Thursday with me and the one and only righteous Reg, unless he calls mm-hmm. out four hours beforehand, and then I will call an SP3 who always answers the call. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> M- more hospital puns. Yes. True Infamous says Matt Cardona virus. <laughs> True Infamous says small Xbox. Um, uh, Robert Lyle says uh, Jim Cornea. Cor- oh, that's very corn- good. Corniette. Corny- Corniette. Cornea. Um, uh, Robert Lyle says immun- immun- immunization of domination. <laughs> Robert Lyle says Max Catheter. That's good. That's very good. Um, Jesse Ozog says, scissor my umbilical cord. Daddy ass. <sighs> um, and True Infamous uh, says, uh, leukemia, le- leukemia yim. <laughs> um, and Tom Lavalle says, ECPR3. Very nice. ECPR3. Good. Well done. All right. Cool. We up. We. Thank you for the puns. Now it's time for the jukebox. Um, now we end all the silliness and get into the yes, serious we do. part. We do. Um, okay. Let's see here. Uh, okay. Let's see. Okay. Well, we, we know which one has to go. Lo- who has to go um, last? Because that's the Orion. That's that's the Ricky Rainbow. Ob- oh, I haven't seen the ceases here, which is upsetting not, to be honest. Because uh, Emily will get in on nurse puns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's a nurse. Um. So uh Tom LaValley wants Papa to sing one once in a lifetime by talking hits. Okay. We haven't had Papa Pulaski on here in a while. There we it's go. been a minute. I was just thinking that. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. You may you may find yourself living in a, a shotgun shack, and you may find yourself in another part of the world. You may find yourself behind the wheel of a large hot automobile, and you may find yourself in a, a beautiful house with a beautiful beautiful wife. And you may ask yourself, "Well, how do I get here? Let any days go by. Let the water hold me down. Let the days go 
by water flowing underground. It'll blue again after the money's gone once in a lifetime. Water flowing underground. You may ask yourself, how do I work this? Where's that large automobile? This is not my beautiful house. This is not my beautiful wife. How did I get here? What? Thank you. Um, <laughs> Ryan Ben says, um, uh, wants Ludwig Kaiser to do I Want to Know What Love Is by Foreigner. Okay. I mean, you should know what love is. There we go. I've got to take a little time, a little time to think things over. I better read between the lines in case I need it. When I'm older, now this mountain I must climb feels like a world upon my shoulders. To the clouds I see love shine. It keeps me warm as life grows colder. In my life, there's been heartache and pain. I don't know if I could face it again. Can't stop now. I've traveled so far to change this lonely life. I want to know what love is. I want you to show me. I want to know what love is. I know you can show me. Kunta. Um, I literally show you all the time. Right. Um, so. Oh my God, stop being so weird in the chat. Uh, <laughs> da, 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 da. Well, we are being weird here. Yeah, but, but we're like. They don't need, they're like they weird, don't, not in a fun way. Yeah, they don't need to we're be weird here. In a fun way. Yeah, we're, yeah. Um, Louisville wants Linda to sing Beach House by Carly Rae Jepsen. Thank you, Louise, for your hard work and maintaining weirdos. Okay. Forever thankful. Hold on here. You want to see something weird, kids? Here you go. Boy number one made a picnic for two. Saw he was nervous. I thought it was cute. Until I find out that his mom made the food. It was good, though. Boy number two had a beautiful face. I highly agreed to go back to his place. His wife really had some impeccable taste. She was sweet, though. I've been on this ride, so this bad. roller coaster's a carousel, and I'm getting nowhere. Boys around the world, I want to believe that when you chase a girl, it's not just hunting season. I can see the future. Say it like you mean it. I got a beach house in Malibu, and I'm probably going to hurt your feelings. Probably going to hurt your feelings. I'm probably going to hurt you. Uh, thank you. Um, that is so you. That is so, is so Linda. Me. Luis says wants Nathan Fraser to sing Monaco by Bag Bunny. Also, Mystico is on Rampage, and I'm so excited. Luis, you don't have to pay money. All right, here we go. You literally right. control the document. Be a heel. Cheat to get ahead. This is what y'all wanted. I'm classy. This is Chep out of a gallery. You're opposing Rocky. The kid, you're trash. I'm champion. Rocky Marciano, Rocky Balboa, Rocky Maivia. You got the road. I got the way. Yes. 
I've got spend it all the way, spend it all night, all day, all day. There's so much money that I like it when they flatter me. That's why I'm saying all these harpies, you don't know what it's like to be out in sea with 200 hoes. Have the flight attendants suck you off in the sky. Whoa! Whoa! What it's like to throw 500,000 at the strip club, that's why I don't care about your opinion. That's why you're 101 in the top 100 and I'm first. You're not rappers anymore. Now you're podcasters. My barber changes more than you. Bringing and traveling around the world. Drinking a lot of champagne, whatever this. He brings them up and to the tank. Pablo, some you say I'm a beast. You're talking shit while well, me and mine are in Monaco drinking a lot of champagne. And Bob's your uncle. Um, Chris Mueller says in honor of his rant, um, I want Kate. Uh, wait, I want. Wait, I want Kate to do the Hard Times promo as Tiffany. LOL. Wait, I thought I was doing something else. No. No, you're doing the Hard Times promo. Oh, I can't read. I got them mixed up. Being dyslexic sucks. No. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> First of all, I would like to thank the many, many fans throughout this country that wrote cards and letters to Tiffany Stratton slash Dusty Rhodes for the sake of this promo. The American dream while I was down. Secondly, I want to thank Jim Crockett Promotions for waiting and taking the time, because I know how important it was, Starcade 85, it is to wrestling fans. It is to Jim Crockett Promotions and Dusty Rhodes, the American dream. Cody Rhodes is his son. Not sure if you know. <laughs> With that weight, I got what I wanted. Ric Flair and the World Heavyweight Championship. Oh, I'm sorry. Ric Flair, the World Heavyweight Champion. I don't have to say a whole lot more about the way I feel about Ric Flair. No respect, no honor, definitely no respect for women. There is no honor amongst thieves in the first place. He put hard times on Dusty Rhodes and his family. You don't know what hard times are, Daddy. Hard times are when the textile workers around this country are out of work. They got four or five kids and they can't pay their wages, can't buy their food. Hard times are when the auto workers are out of work and they tell them, go home. And hard times are when a man has worked a job for 30 years, 30 years, and they give him a watch, kick him to the, kick him in the butt and say, hey, a computer took your place, daddy. That's hard times. Hard times. And Ric Flair, you put hard times on this country by taking dusty roads out. That is hard times. And this country taken by dusty roads. What? Nope. Ads pop up and screw up this whole thing. Let me tell you. <laughs> and we all had hard times together. And I admit, I don't look like the athlete that I'm supposed to look like. My belly is just a little big. And my high knee's a little big. But brother, I am bad. And they know I'm bad. Toodles. It's good. Ad blockers really screw things up. Sorry. No, it does. But hey, you know um, what? If you have anything screwed up on your computer, the man that yeah. donated that super chat, mm -hmm. Doc Mueller, at yeah. BR underscore doctor, can fix literally any technological problem you've ever even dreamed of. Alpha Bill, uh, with the last pun, says Matt Herpy. <laughs> Not Matt Hardy. Uh, Tom oh, Valley no. says uh, Louise Hammer appreciation super chat from Tom Valley. Thanks for maintaining well, we our chat. Asked us to mention that a group called New Year's Day is apparently performing on Halloween Havoc. I saw that. It's a Which spooky like enough a, song. 
But it, it is, but it's, they should change their name if they're going to perform on there. Well, the um, band Halloween's okay. going to perform at New Year's Dash. Mm-hmm. So. Let's yeah, New Year's, or not New, New Year's, Year's Dash. Evil. New Year's <laughs> Evil. Here we go. Uh, Blood, sweat, and tears. Um, doing spinning wheel, wheel as Regal. What goes up must come down. Spinning wheel got to go round. Talking about your troubles is a crying sin. Riding a painted pony of the spinning wheel spin. You got no money. You got no home. Spinning wheel all alone. Talking about your troubles. And you never learn. Ride a painted pony of the spinning wheel turn. Did you find the di- find the directed sign on the straight and narrow highway? Would you mind a reflecting sign? Just let it shine within your mind and show you the colors that are real. Someone is waiting just for you, spinning wheel. Spinning true. Drop all your troubles by the riverside. Catch a painted pony on the spinning wheel ride. War games. Um, and then finally, uh, Ricky Rainbow sings Another Brick in the Wall by Pink Floyd. Requested by Orion Ben. Hello, Ricky. So I'm, I'm apparently I'm going to be singing a Pink Floyd song. Have you met? Do Pink you Floyd? know? Did you know Pink Floyd? Do I know Pink Floyd? I didn't know if you know any of the members. No, of course not. Yes, you know what? There were two Floyds. Did you know that? Two. What there color was, was the other Floyd. one? There was Red Floyd and White Floyd, and I introduced them. Otherwise, there oh would have been God. no Pink Floyd. Wow. The things you learn when Ricky Rainbow stops by. We don't need no education. We don't need no thought control. No dog sarcasm in the classroom. Teacher, leave them kids alone. Hey, teacher, leave them kids alone. All in all, it's just another brick in the wall. All in all, you're just another brick in the wall. We don't need no education. We don't need no thought control. No dog sarcasm in the classroom. Teacher, leave them kids alone. Hey, teacher, leave us kids alone. All in all, you're just another brick in the wall. All in all, you're just another brick in the wall. Wrong, do it again. Wrong, do it again. If you don't eat your meat, you can't have any pudding. How can you have any pudding if you don't eat your meat? You, yes, you behind the bike shed. Stand still, laddie. If you don't eat your meat, you can't have any pudding. How can you have any pudding if you don't eat your meat? Thank you. It's a great song, but it's not much lyrically, is it? It's just no, got the I mean, chorus, kind of, you know. It kind of does, yeah. It's production heavy. Ricky, did you go to Royal Quest 3? Well, the, the Queen, before she passed, she set me on a crest, so I kind of went on a Royal Quest myself. Oh, you did? Yeah. Did you wrestle anyone, or was it a different type of quest? No, I had to slay a dragon. Oh, <laughs> Brian Danielson? Yeah, a different one. Not the, not the American dragon. The mad dragon? The, Ilya the Dragunov? British, the, the British dragon. I don't know if there's any British dragon. It's just a guy with good. really bad breath. Okay. <laughs> did you do it? Were you able to, to accomplish your quest? Yeah, I had to slay a man with bad breath. And you were you? Successful? I gave him, I, I gave him some breath mints. Oh, that's I okay. Sl- that's good. That I, seems I like a good the dragon. 
did I do it or did I not do it? Because you never know, because I'm an enigma wrapped in a riddle, wrapped wrapped in a mystery, wrapped wrapped in an egg roll wrapper, wrapped in a tortilla that's cooked just so. All right, that's it. Keep that's cool, gabagools. So We'll see you next week's for Halloween's Havoc. <laughs> Toodles. Bye. Oh, wait. What? Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Yeah, subscribe to Kate's YouTube channel. At Miss Kate Fame. I can't believe at I'm already at like 100 or 450 followers about. So Miss Kate Fame. What? That's Last me. pun. Wrestling has one more than one loyal local medical facility <laughs> as from wrestling with movies. Good night. Bye. Good Thank night. you. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.